Welcome to the Self-Care Project Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. As coaches, moms, and athletes, we share what has worked for us and our clients, as well as our struggles. We are passionate about being real as women, moms, and professionals, and helping others live healthy lives through sustainable habits. Our mission is to help more people see self-care is not selfish. All right. Hey, you guys, I am Stacy with the Self-Care Project Podcast, and I'm here with my co-host Casey. And today we are talking about New Year's resolutions. This is, we are talking about five ways to stop quitting on yourself. So last week we talked about how to set realistic goals, how to make sure that they're attainable. Um, so if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, we have some podcast episodes, a couple that we've done on goal setting. So if you have not had a chance to listen to those, make sure you go back and listen. We will put those in the notes so you can listen to those, but let's talk about these five things. Um, we, we are all, by the time this is posted, it will be January 2nd. I think that's the day. So we are, we are two days into the new year and ready to go. Like we're firing off new year's resolutions. People are making lists. We're putting stuff on the refrigerator. We're making vision boards. Um, So let's talk about the five ways that once you have these goals and you have these resolutions to stop quitting on yourself, to stop failing at what your goals are. Um, The first one is to be realistic and specific with your goals. So we have totally talked about this a few times. Again, I'll post the previous episodes in the notes, but make sure your goals are attainable and realistic and when you know that you can, when you know what they are, then you can be really specific about them, right? Yeah. I mean, and again, I can't, I think it's important. Go back, you guys go back and listen. Last week's podcast, we broke this down for you. Um, But again, have some real talk with yourself. What is it that you want to achieve? And then dig in and break it down. You know, I like to use almost like the thought bubble thing when you would do main ideas in writing and paper, do the same thing, have that big idea at the top, break it down into smaller parts, break those smaller parts down to even something smaller, create some sort of visual that's going to help you break that down and get very specific. Yeah. For those of you who don't remember literature class, it's called a mind map. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, but, and this might, this might mean having some real talk with yourself, right? Like it, I've been, I've been listening to David Goggins lately. So I'm on a real talk, like get out of your own way or pick something different kind of like where you're at, but, and that's where it's, you know, be realistic, make sure it's attainable. Um, the second thing that I have here is to have a strategy and break it down into pieces so that you can progress. These are small and sustainable things that you can do. These are going back to those healthy habits that Casey and I keep drilling home about every single week. Um, but make sure that you have your goals so you can create a roadmap, do your research, hire a coach to help you take an online course, but figure out what you need. And work to get there with some daily habits, some small action steps. Yeah. And it's really important in this step too. You need to assess your process, right? So again, you guys, Atomic Habits, we're going to talk to you about it uh, almost every episode, probably. But Atomic (laughs) Habits teaches us a lot. Oftentimes our process, we keep trying to say things over and over and they keep not working. So why are they not working? Okay. So stop 
thinking that if you just keep writing the goal down and you keep doing the same stuff that eventually something's going to stick it's not going to stick if it hasn't worked for five years it's not going to magically work for 2023 okay so figure out what your barriers are i this is something you guys with clients this is one of the first things that i do because let's be honest you guys if you're to the point where you're hiring hiring a coach it's because what you have tried has failed time and time again and so one of the things that we need to look at is why it keeps failing what right. is where is the disconnect in your process like something is not connecting with you between yourself and your goals to where you're able to create a manageable plan and so we need to look at that process we need to assess the process there's nothing probably wrong with your goals it's how you're trying to achieve them right and there's nothing wrong with you and that's the no. biggest thing is that you're not broken you're not, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not incapable of doing something. You're not stupid. Um, you, you guys are very capable, right? We just need to have the right roadmap to get there. And if, you know, I'm taking the wrong trail and it's, I just don't have the right time or I don't have the tools to get there, then I'm not going to get there. But if I choose the right path for me and I have the tools that I need to get there, then it makes it a lot more attainable. Um, so, and go listen to, we did a, we talked a lot about auditing your goals and reflecting back on 2022 and the 2022 wrap up, which I think was episode number 34 or number 35 in season one. Um, but that leads me into the next thing. So number three is accountability, right? So get a friend, get a coach, connect on social media. Facebook groups are great for this. So I know Casey and I both have Facebook groups that are centered around um, not just self-care, but health and exercise and fitness and all of those things. So you can connect with either one of us in one of those Facebook groups. You can have a coach, right? Casey and I both are wellness coaches. I would even say like health and fitness coaches, right? Um, so both of us are coaches. We work with lots of clients on helping them with their goals. Ask a friend to join you. And here's the thing though. If you ask your friend to join you, have some real talk with that friend and be like, all right, when I am, and when I'm whining and complaining, when it's time for me to get up in the morning, you need to tell me to, to get up and stop, stop being a baby about it. Like, all right, come on, we got to go to the gym. <laughs> like that's part of holding somebody accountable, right? It's not just showing up. It's like, bitch, I got out of the bed. Why are you not here? Right. Um, <laughs> and that's, I had, you had that conversation with my workout partner this morning. I was like, this is what I need you to say to me. Like, stop being a little bitch. Um, but uh, so having a coach or a friend to join you, even your partner, right. But that can get complicated, but it is important to make sure that you communicate what your goals are. You don't want to set some lofty goal whether it be a financial goal or a weight loss goal or a health goal or something like that and not tell your partner. And then here you are trying to pay off debt and your partner spending $10,000 on the credit card. We've both been there. Um, or you're trying to lose weight and you're keeping it all to yourself and you're trying to eat healthy. And then here comes your partner in with a bunch of chips and candy for movie night, right? So make sure that you are communicating what it is that you need from your accountability partner, whether that be your friend, your coach, or your partner. Man, I feel really seen right now. Like, <laughs> man, this is like, what? But 
you know, I think, but we talk about accountability a lot and you guys, even for us, like even as coaches, even as people who have like what we share with you guys is what, is what we live and breathe. Right. But we still need accountability, you know, and one of the things that we have to stay accountable to each other, even in creating this podcast and these episodes, we have a plan each week. Um, we've found a, a resource that has been a really great resource for us, helping us manage um, the planning and the episodes and the notes and all of those things. And so we, again, looking at, it took us some time to really refine our process and being able to come in here each week and create that consistency. Um, and so we've, we took the time to break it down and say, okay, like we know how our brains work. So how are we going to create this consistency to where we are constantly showing up for ourselves and for our audience? Right. And so having those right people in your circle. And again, we've talked about this, not saying you have to go and find a whole new tribe of new friends, but you do need to find people that are going to be with you in this journey, whatever that is, and that are going to support it. And maybe it is your spouse. Maybe it's not. I learned one of the things that I learned and I've carried with me um, since way back in my time of undergrad, when I was studying exercise science, was it generally spouses don't make very good workout partners. Um, no. They, they can, if you have a background as a, especially as a female and you have a background and you understand why a male body responds differently than a female body does, but a lot of women don't necessarily understand that. And so they, they are, they get stuck in this comparison, right? Of like, well, my husband's doing this and he's having all of these results and I'm doing all he of stopped, this and I'm he stopped nothing. drinking he stopped drinking Mountain Dew and he's lost 30 pounds. It's like what yes. the hell? I'm eating right. I'm eating <laughs> I'm eating chicken and broccoli and I'm working out four times a day and I've gained five pounds. Yeah. Yep. It was definitely so again <laughs> finding those accountability people that are going to help keep you encouraged and help keep you on track. Um, and setting those expectations. Do you need tough love? What is that? What is, what is your accountability look like? What do you need from your accountability partner? And be very specific about it. Like Stacey said, be honest and say, this is what I need from you. X, Y, Z. Like, this is how I need you to support me. And then your accountability partner should, should do the same for you. Exactly. All right. So, um, all right, let's move on to the next one. So number four is timing. So listen, we talked about this a lot <laughs> leading up to the end of 2022. Now we are at the beginning of 2023 and I'm just going to be really honest with you. I cannot even tell you how many people reached out to me and it was like, I really want to work with you as a coach, but I want to wait until the new year. Right. And that's great. Um, I appreciate the fact that you're getting, you know, ahead of yourself and you're planning to have a coach, but the reality of it is, and Casey, you and I both talked about this in another episode is that it's, it's really the timing is never going to be perfect. So you're never going to be 100% ready. So if you are waiting until the right time to accomplish something, it, that might not be the right approach. However, you also need to think that if you're trying to accomplish something big, right? If you're trying to do something that's going to require a great deal of self-discipline, it's going to be hard. It's going to require a good deal of your time right in the middle of when your, your life is a complete dumpster fire is not the right <laughs> time to do that. Right. And so be mindful and understand where you are in your life and be 
aware of what your bandwidth is, right? And so for some of us, like when my life is a dumpster fire, that's when I get really serious about some things. It's like, all right, I can't have control over anything else. So I'm going to control these things. And that's when I thrive, right? So, but that's, we'll save that for another episode. That's a seven, a seven Enneagram seven going into my like other, I go into like complete OCD madness, but, um, and, you know, but that's the thing is like, just understanding what your bandwidth is, understanding your personality, understanding what you can actually handle. Yeah. You know, I mean, the most important thing to do is to start, right? You still, you have to start. You're, you, you can't get anywhere until you first start, but, but, and you don't have to have it all figured out. You do still need something that resembles somewhat of a plan, Right. Like you've said before, like you can't just show up randomly at the gym and just be like, walk through and be like, oh, I'm going to do this today. And I'm going to do that today. And oh, this machine's open. So I'll, I'll do some of this. Like you're not going to accomplish any sort of fitness goal with that sort of approach to, to whatever your workouts are going to look like. But there is also, so you need to have some sort of plan, but there's also a certain level of learning as you go that is completely normal and acceptable. So again, it's not waiting until the right time, right? There's never going to be a great time for things. There's life is not just going to all of a sudden stop and be like, oh, okay. So you're ready to start your fitness journey. Cool. So then like all the rest of this stuff now no longer matters. And life is just going to be perfect. And you're going to be able to start your fitness journey and do all of your workouts and nothing is ever going to get in the way. We know that that's not, that's not, that's not reality. Life still continues to happen. You have to be able to adapt and adjust and pivot. So you don't need to wait. Okay. But you have to be realistic about when you're really going to like start to really dig in, you know, same thing. I've had a lot of clients start over the last month and a half. It's been really inconsistent, but we knew that coming into it, you know, and so we set those realistic expectations of saying, Hey, listen, we're moving into the holiday season. And depending on where you are and within the military and the command that you're with and what your spouse, what your active duty sponsor's job is will totally dictate how many holiday parties that you're going to. So there are people (laughs) that have a holiday party during this time of year, once or twice a week until after the new year, you know, so you've got to set some realistic expectations when you are setting your goals and you're assessing your calendar and what's coming up in your life, those things have to be considered. You can't just say, oh, well, it doesn't matter what's going on. This is what my goal is. And this is what I'm going to do. Great that you have that sort of mental, that mentality, like that's how you think you're going to approach it. But it's not very realistic if you're not considering what's coming down the pike. Like you have to look forward and make a plan for that. We talk about barriers and identifying those. Right. Those holiday parties, that schedule, all of those outlying things that aren't normally a part of your life, those have put, those are barriers. Those are things that we have to acknowledge and we have to confront and we have to come up with a plan. So right. don't wait to start, but be realistic in your plan um, based on what you've got going on in that particular time of life. Exactly. And listen, it's this last thing I'll say about this, but um, if you're the type of person, I just had this conversation with a client, but if you're the type of person who is, um, who has a holiday party and you go off plan and then you go off plan for the next two weeks and then you've gained 10 pounds and now you're starting over again and you always feel like you're starting over, starting over, starting to work with a coach during this time 
might be the right plan for you. Because what I am working with, with one client in particular is resiliency. Like you have to learn to be able to go into a situation like that, be able to enjoy yourself, have fun. It's literally one meal, right? It's one part of a day. It's not even the whole day. So be consistent, focus on your healthy habits the whole rest of the day, go to the party, have a good time, hydrate and get up the next day and start again. Don't wait Mm -hmm. until next week. Don't sit through the whole weekend, but give yourself permission to have, because when you don't give yourself permission to go to those functions and you don't give yourself permission to, you know, have the things that you want or you're over restricting, then it causes us to go off the rails for weeks at a time because you feel like you failed. I don't want Mm -hmm. you to feel like you failed. I want you to feel like this is life. And now I'm going to pick up and get back to business because we, when do you, when you have one blip in the road, and I called it a roadblock when I was talking to my client, when you have this roadblock, it literally just slows you down, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't stop your progress and it doesn't send you backwards. But when you have a, a, a speed bump, that is an entire, like that is a mountain instead of a speed bump, nine times out of 10, you're going to fall backwards. You're going to completely stall your progress. So what we want to think of is these as these little speed bumps that happen in our in our day, in our week, in our months, so that they are just slowing down our progress a little bit as opposed to completely derailing it altogether. So absolutely. Um and, and this is rolls right into the next thing, which is um is really, really important is to set some boundaries. And I know Casey, you are huge on setting boundaries. Um I have quietly been really big about setting boundaries. I mean, I guess sometimes I'm not so quiet about it, (laughs) Um, but this can be with your partner, your friends, your family, but you really want to let people know you don't need to be, that doesn't need to be all you ever talk about, right? Like I know somebody is like, you're training for something, you're doing something. That's what you want to talk about. You're excited about it. Um, But let people know that you're working on something or that you are focused on a goal and don't be afraid to say no to people. Don't be afraid to say that's just not serving me at this time, or I'm not interested in it. It is not personal for, it is not personal to them. It's personal to you, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And it's not intentional. But when you're working towards something, a lot of the people around you can pull you back into this vicious cycle of trying and failing. Right. And so we see it with, you know, we see it with holiday parties a lot where it's like, oh, come on, just have, just have one drink. Oh, come on, just eat the, you know, eat the brownies or it's okay. It's just one brownie. Well, It is just one brownie, but if it's just one brownie, every time I walk into an office, or if it's just one brownie, every time I go to a party, or it's just one drink, every time somebody goes to the bar, then it's, it's a lot more than just one. So picking and choosing, setting those boundaries, not being afraid to say no, um, and walking into situations like that with a game plan, but also understanding, go back to the other, what we were just talking about, understanding that if if everything doesn't go to plan, it's okay. We're going to be resilient and we're going to pick back up the next day, the next meal, the next drink. Like it doesn't have to just, you don't have to landslide when something doesn't go according to plan. 
but setting yeah. those boundaries is important. Yeah. And we know this is a big one. You know, we talk about it a lot. I think the biggest thing to remember is like, you can't keep doing the same things and expecting a different result. Like that is the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same things and expecting a different result. If you want something to be different, you have to do things differently. Right. And so again, boundaries are not for other people. They're for yourself, you know, and it's okay in these moments to be a little selfish. You have to start at some point prioritizing what it is that you want. And if you want to actually, um, if you want to achieve it, you know, and sometimes that is, we have to set those boundaries. We think it's like, oh, well, we need to set boundaries on our time or we need to set boundaries on our schedule. Sometimes you have to set boundaries with, and those people that are closest to you and do we all on some level. And I don't guess all because, you know, like truly diehard introverts are probably like, yes, please don't get me like, oh, you have to cancel. <laughs> um, but it's like, do, you know, most of the time it's like, we want to, you know, we want to feel included. We want to, we want that invitation. We want to, you know, we want to make those memories and, and be with friends. And I think, especially, you know, when you're talking about a military community that is very, very transient and, you know, you get spread out all over the place, you know, you really are only going to have a small amount of time sometimes with the people that are in your life in that moment. You know? And so you don't want to feel like you have to miss out on anything there's ways to create quality experiences and memories of people without totally just trashing your goals along the way, you know, and if, and when you're, and when you come more, when you're more accountable to yourself and you start achieving those and you're feeling better about yourself and your choices and you, you're building that confidence in yourself, guess what? It makes those moments and those times with your friends, even that much more enjoyable because you're not in the back of your mind thinking about how much all of this is not falling in line with what you're trying to achieve. Instead, you've created this, this, this life of healthy habits and boundaries to where it's like, I can go out and enjoy this night out. And I don't have to worry about how much it's going to derail me because I know that I've set this healthy boundary for myself. I'm allowing myself the opportunity to go and do this. And I'm feel bad about it. And I'm not going to have any guilt about it. And I'm going to get up tomorrow and it's going to be a new day. And I'm going to get right back on track because I've set myself up for this success that I am having. And so sometimes those boundaries when we're first getting started are a lot more stringent and they're a lot more rigid, you know, until we have created some of those, those sustainable habits and it's become more like second nature, then they don't have to feel so rigid and, and, and confining sometimes, but it just, you just have to kind of assess where you are and where you want to go and that where realistically you've allowed yourself maybe too much allowances and you're like, okay, I really, really need it right now. And so if I'm going to do that, this is what this has to look like. And I'm going to communicate this with those in my, in my inner circle to where they understand where I'm coming from, because maybe it is. And you say, Hey, you know, this is what I'm doing. So, you know, for the next little bit or for, you know, maybe like one, maybe like one day week, but like, I can't, I'm no longer giving you my whole weekend you know, right. Um, and just making sure that it's going to work for you and that you're bringing people into your process. Like we talk about that a lot, bring people and people in your inner circle want to know how they can support you. So allow them that, give them that opportunity. Exactly. Um, so just be honest with them. Yeah. And you know, you have to change your mindset around it too, and understand that it's not achieve working towards achieving your goals. is not punishment. So when we walk into a, when we walk into an event or we walk into a situation and we are thinking of 
when we are thinking of the steps that we need to take in order to achieve our goals as being negative, then it changes how we approach those Mm -hmm. situations. When you really kind of change your mindset and we all, it's something that I struggle with a lot. It's like, you know, oh, I can't have that because, you know, I'm working towards this goal or, oh, I can't drink tonight because I have to run 20 miles tomorrow. I mean, I can, I can do whatever I want, but I'm choosing (laughs) not to. And I'm choosing not to because if you've ever had alcohol at all, like I can't even have one glass of wine. Like it's, that's where it's at. Um, you know how it affects your muscles, you know, how it affects your recovery and you know how it affects your performance. And I am choosing performance and I am choosing my goal, but you always have a choice. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So and when I, I think when you take ownership of that choice is whenever that's where the real power comes from, when you feel like I'm making this because this is my choice. And it's not happening to me. Right. Right. And then you step, you step out of your own way and you can show other people that you can go and have those experiences, like you said, and be able to have meaningful experiences without having to overeat, without having to have excessive amounts of alcohol, um, without having to give up all of your time. You don't have to stay until two in the morning just because everybody else is right. You can go in, you can spend your time there and then you can go home and get rest. Um, but Uh, So let me run back through these really, really quick. Um, So the five ways to stop quitting on yourself. One was to be realistic and specific with your goals. Number two was to have a strategy and break it down into pieces to have small and sustainable progress. And then three was accountability. Four was you are not going to be not going to have the perfect time every single time. And then five was to set boundaries. So timing and boundaries. All right, we'll have a lot of this stuff outlined in the show notes for you guys. We'll have links to the blog post and make sure you go back and listen to some of our other podcast episodes that we have done on setting goals, wrapping up 2022, reflecting on those things and cheers, it's 2023. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Check the show notes for details. And as always, you can connect with us on Instagram at Self Care Project Podcast. If you're interested in joining us or there's something you want to hear about, please send us a DM. You can find me at CaseyStevens.com or over on Instagram at CaseyStevensWellness. And you can find me at StacyGartner.com or on Instagram at StacyGartner. Everything else is linked in the show notes. Take care and stay healthy, you guys.